my name is Randy, and welcome to this episode of Infotainment. This podcast is made possible through Quinn Martin Productions. Wardrobe provided by Botany 500 and sponsored by Benson and Hedges Cigarettes. Five lucky downloaders of this episode will receive a complimentary box of Rice-A-Roni, the San Francisco treat. I will be your round mound of podcast sound, pound for pound, the best podcast around. This is the last stop podcast shop on your internet dial. So what is up on the podcast docket for today? I would like to say hello to you, you, and especially you. And if you like this podcast, download, subscribe, tell a friend, make a donation at randyms12 at gmail.com via PayPal. It would be greatly appreciated. And wherever you are in the world, I thought the world couldn't get any more uh, sick and twisted. But then I came across uh, these stories. And here I thought I was going to be doing a more lighthearted podcast this episode, but this just hollered out to be <laughs> to be a topic. It's just crazy. And there is an online community where homeschoolers learn how to turn their kids into wonderful Nazis. A telegram group called Dis- Dissident Homeschool has been a resource for neo-Nazis who want to teach their kids hate at home. Now its administrators have been unmasked. And some of their writing, Thank you for subscribing. Together we can secure the existence of our people and a future for white children. Stick together, support each other. Ugh. On November 5th, 2021, a married couple calling themselves Mr. and Mrs. Saxon appeared on the neo-Nazi podcast uh, Achtung Americaner to plug a new project, a social media channel dedicated to helping American parents homeschool their children. Yeah, while we're at it, why not just teach them how to become more? <laughs> just, I, I don't even know what to say about this. Yeah, uh, let's have uh, other courses dedicated. Oh, introduction to cooking meth, uh, the Walter White way. Bizarre. We are so deeply invested into making sure that uh, children become a wonderful Nazi, Mrs. Saxon told the podcast host. And by homeschooling, we're going to get that done. And this is in Ohio. 
The Saxons said they launched the dissident homeschool channel on Telegram after years of searching for and developing Nazi-approved materials for their own homeschooled children, material they were eager to share. Yeah, you're, you're definitely setting up those kids for success. And they're probably too young to know any difference between what's evil and what's not. Being your parents are shoving it down your throat at such a young age. The Dissident Homeschool Channel, which now has nearly 2,500 subscribers, is replete with this material, including ready-made lesson plans authored by the Saxons on various subjects like Confederate General Robert E. Lee, a grand role model for young white men, and Martin Luther King Jr., the antithesis of our civilization and our people. There are copywork assignments available for parents to print out so that their children can learn cursive by writing out quotes from Adolf Hitler. You know how to get kids to hate this. Make them do a 500-page essay on uh, Hitler's book, Mein Kampf. There are recommended reading lists with bits of advice like do not give them Jewish media content. And there are tips for ensuring uh, that homeschooling parents are in full compliance with the law so that the state doesn't interfere. The Saxons also frequently update their followers on their progress, homeschooling their own children. In one since-deleted post to Telegram, they posted an audio message of their kids shouting, Sieg Heil, the German phrase for hail victory. That was used by the Nazis. Over the past year, the dissident homeschool channel has become a community for like-minded fascists who see homeschooling as integral to whites wrestling control of America. The Saxons created this community while hiding behind a fake last name, but HuffPost has reviewed evidence indicating they are Logan and Katja Lawrence, of Upper Sandusky, Ohio. Uh, Logan, until earlier this week, worked for the family's insurance company while Katja taught their kids at home. The Anonymous Comrades Collective, a group of anti-fascist researchers, first uncovered evidence suggesting the Lawrences are behind dissident homeschool HuffPost has verified the collective research. The Lawrences did not respond to repeated requests for comment made via phone calls, text messages, and email. A HuffPost reporter le left a message in the Dissident Homeschool channel asking Mr. and Mrs. Saxon for comment about the Anonymous Conrad's Collective's research. The message was immediately deleted by the channel's administrators who then disabled the channel's comment and chat functions. If uh, anything drives you to drink, I think this will. A short time later, later 
Hatcha Lawrence deleted her Facebook page, although the Lawrences will now surely face some public scorn and accountability. It's likely their neo-Nazi neo curriculum is legal. A concerted uh, decades-long campaign by right-wing Christian groups to deregulate homeschooling has afforded parents wide latitude in how they teach their kids, even if that means indoctrinating them with explicit fascism. Meanwhile, major right-wing figures are increasingly promoting homeschooling as a way to save children from alleged wokeness or liberal ideas about race and gender in public and private schools. As extreme as the dissident homeschool channel is, the propaganda it shares targeting the American education system is just a more explicit and crass articulation of talking points made by Fox News hosts or by major figures in the Republican Party. Without homeschooling our children, Mrs. Saxon once wrote, our children are left defenseless to the schools and the gay Afro-Zionist scum that run them. After Anonymous Comrades Collective published its research suggesting Mr. and Mrs. Saxon are actually Logan and Katja Lawrence, two of the couple's relatives talked off posts, both asked not to be identified, both of these relatives relatives confirmed HuffPost that the voices of Mr. and Mrs. Saxon on the neo-Nazi podcast Americana belong to Logan and Katja. They have very distinct voices to me. One of the relatives said it was absolutely Logan. No doubt in my mind that it wasn't them. The relatives confirmed that Logan and Katja homeschool their children and that they have a German shepherd named Blondie, which is the same name as Hitler's dog. Oh, of course they have a dog uh, named after Hitler's dog name. Something Mrs. Saxon had mentioned once on Telegram, according to a research of dog licenses in uh, Wyandotte, County, Ohio, a woman named Katja Lawrence is the owner of a black tan German shepherd. Despite their best efforts to keep their real offline identities hidden, over the past year, Mr. and Mrs. Saxon have revealed similar pieces of biographical information in Telegram posts, blogs, and podcast appearances. Information, uh, the Anonymous Comrades Collective, filed away. Like when Mr. Saxon revealed that he and his wife live in a small farming community in the Great Lakes area, a town of 6,000 people in the middle of a cornfield that up until about five years ago was essentially 100% white, he said on a podcast lamenting that the area was growing more diverse. Until 1945, there was a sign in the city limits that said, no Negroes uh, allowed within the city limits, he added. Mm. 
The anonymous comrades collective already suspected the Saxons might live in Ohio, found that census records indicated the town of Upper Sandusky had about 6,000 people, and according to a uh, Tugalo College database of former sundown towns, all white communities that warn black people not to be seen there after sunset, lest they be murdered. Oh, my God. Upper Sandusky was once home to a racist sign with a message similar to the one Mr. Saxon described. According to the database, the sign actually said the N-word, don't let the sunset on you. In that same podcast episode, Mr. Saxon grew angry while discussing how a company near his home had offered employment to refugees from Puerto Rico after Hurricane Maria, uh, the company said, was bringing uh, third world tropical people into our little white uh, ethno state of a, a town. A search of news reports after Hurricane Maria shows that in 2018, uh, Kasaya North America, an automotive supplier in Upper Sandusky, had recruited workers displaced by the storm. Mrs. Saxon also revealed that she was a naturalized immigrant from Europe, and her post suggested that she might be from the Netherlands as she frequently discussed Dutch politics and food. Uh, a 2017 article in the Toledo Blade states that Katja Lawrence was among 51 people sworn in as United States citizens during a naturalization ceremony at a local high school. Her country of origin, the Netherlands. After Anonymous Comrades Collective published its research earlier this week, neo-Nazis on Telegram warned that the Saxons had been doxxed. A man going by the name Gordon Call, who hosts the Americana podcast, wrote, Nothing bad happens to anyone who deserves it, just people like the Saxons who have never wronged anyone. What's the effing point? This was a, a seeming admission by Gordon Call that the Anonymous Comrades Collective research was correct. Call and Mr. Saxon, after all, knew each other offline, according to an episode of the Americaner, in which they discussed going to a neo-Nazi party together. When HuffPost talked to the Lawrence two relatives, they were also in a type of mourning, shocked and saddened that two of their family members seemed to be secret neo-Nazis. The relatives were mostly worried, worried, though, about the Lawrence's children. Yeah, that's the big, the big thing there, uh, being homeschooled in this manner. Uh, these kids don't know anything different and probably won't get to know anything different. Uh, it's just heartbreaking, one of the relatives said. Plus, the relatives said, it's not just the Lawrence children they're worried about. It's all the homeschooled children who have parents sourcing lessons planned from the dissident homeschool channel. It's just horrifying. 
Yeah, that uh, that covers uh, a lot of it. The relatives said it's disgusting, it's heartbreaking for their children and who knows how many other children uh, that are affected by these actions. This world just cannot get past uh, hatred, unfortunately. Now, I thought I could talk about this topic uh, for the entire episode, but I just can't. Uh, It's just too downbeat. What I would do with them, just to tell you that, that they are under investigation and their whole homeschool uh, system is being investigated for changes in Ohio. But what I would do with these people is put them in the Supermax prison in Florence, Colorado. For an undetermined amount of time, you wouldn't tell them how long they're going to be there. But you would have a TV in their cell that can't be fucked with. And you would just show them pictures and videos of the Nazi death camps. And for they are in their cells. I learned this about uh, prison uh, prisoners uh, where where Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber, is. They are in their cells 23 hours a day. Once they get out, you would tell them. That this was part of your curriculum for your students that we just taught you about the Nazi death camps and uh, the Holocaust. See if they change their opinion. You show them the most gruesome stuff you can. After they get out, you say, well, you survived. Six million people during the Holocaust did not survive. Well, after that downbeat story, I needed a little reprieve, so I do have uh, something completely different. It is some celebrities reading mean tweets about themselves, and if you think uh, it's all glamour and uh, awards for them, we have up uh, George Clooney. And someone tweeted, I'm very much looking forward to the day when the world stops sucking George Clooney's, uh, well, (laughs) Uh, and he calls him a lumpy-faced bastard. I could read a meaner tweet than this about Kit Harrington. Mine would be, I don't know who you are, is a pretty terrible Jon Snow in the show. He just seems like a big bitch with a stupid look on his face at uh, bad casting. Sofia Vergara sounds like she has a a, <laughs> a wiener in her mouth. I hate hearing her talk. Oh my, I, I've heard her. It doesn't bother me so much. And here we have someone tweeting and a picture of Drake... He looks like a ferret with a baby afro. <laughs> that brings kind of a, 
uh, humorous image up to mine. And Liv Tyler, someone tweeted, must be hard having a father that is a, just a giant ball sack. Oh, jeez. A giant bean bag. I mean, most of these I could go. Uh, Michael Strahan's teeth are having a middle school dance where the boys stand on one side of the room and the girls stand on the other. Yeah, he does have a little gap in his front teeth there. David Blaine, the magician, looks like his voice is putting his face to sleep. And uh, Snooky, uh, I wonder if we'll see um, Jersey Shore vacations uh, programs when they're like in their 80s, like uh, maybe like touring nursing homes or something like that. If you climbed inside Snooky's JJ, it would probably be like the Pacific Ocean. Uh, someone here is not a Harry Potter, uh, Harry Potter fan. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe is one of God's most unattractive creations since the Aardvark. I wonder if an Aardvark would get into Gryffindor. Okay, someone is not buying Brad Paisley music, I guess. One time someone took a... Uh, shit rubbed it all over a blank disc, put it into a CD player, and out came the first Brad Paisley album. These celebrities look really uh, downbeat when they read these things. I got pictures of them. Uh, Jessica Beale, who I thought looked just fine in uh, The Illusionist, uh, someone tweeted, my Asian orthodontist says uh, that she has horse teeth. And there are, and there are a few celebrities that have that uh, issue. <laughs> now, this one I probably can get behind after uh, suffering through uh, one of the mall cop movies uh, that there is a Kickstarter campaign for Kevin James to never make another movie. <laughs> I think I was pretty over it after uh, the TV show King of Queens. Here's a mean tweet about Hank from Breaking Bad. And it said, he is just a fat Bruce Willis. Well, <laughs> being compared to Bruce Willis isn't the worst thing in the world. I don't think. All right. Here we have Kid Rock. A.K.A. Bob Ritchie. Thinking of unfriending everyone on Facebook whose status update is Kid Rock. Uh, his concert was awesome. Have a little respect for yourself. He's laughing. It looks like he's pretty amused with that. Mm, Katy Perry. I would rather chop my arm off. And... Uh, and do something to theirself with my detached limb, and then watch Katy Perry. Uh, the movie 
what the flick is wrong with the world? They made a movie about uh, Colin Farrell in True Detective. Looks like he smells like depressed couch farts. <laughs> and he's like uh, laughing his ass off. That's, that's pretty funny, actually. Depressed couch farts. Ethan Hawke seems like a guy who wasn't supposed to be a movie star, but he slipped through the cracks and everyone was just like, okay. Oh, I could say that about even more so about Jack Black and Seth Rogen. You know, they don't look like your typical uh, movie stars. They made it. Uh, Chloe Moretz. I do not know who that is. Or whatever. Her stupid name is. She looks like my asshole. Seriously, she is not decent looking whatsoever. Oh, that was harsh. Adam Sandler. I swear they play an Adam Sandler movie. Uh, oh, they've played about all of them 500 times a year, I believe, on our uh, cable system. On various channels. If an alien landed here and demanded a famous person to eat, I'd drive straight to Adam Sandler's house with a net. <laughs> oh. Julia Roberts. There are people who think Julia is hot. Her gigantic mouth looks like it will devour an elephant in one bite. Yeah, she does have a big... <laughs> She's smiling about that. I did. I do remember one. Uh, what was it? Kevin James, yeah. He, uh, one guy tweeted, Kevin James should get back into Shaq's pants. And <laughs> Kevin James goes, man, that's messed up. <laughs> Draymond Green looks like Donkey from Shrek. Okay, he's laughing at that. Mindy Kaling, another one I don't know who that is. She's not funny or attractive. She has an annoying voice and just plain sucks. Why does she have her own show? To be honest, I don't know. I didn't know she had her own show. Chris O'Donnell has a potato face. So he does a potato face. <laughs> just, there's one guy who dropped off the face of uh, uh, the acting world after the Batman, as far as I can tell. Uh, let's see. Kurt Russell's face is made of aged denim. Oh, Shaq. You in that Buick commercial, you know you don't fit in that Buick uh, somebody says, I have Matthew Perry syndrome. I'm a sarcastic loser with a giant head. And I, it, he should be married to Sarah Jessica Parker. They can both go, why the long faces? Oh, man. You heard him talk about his book. 
just from what he said and what I've read, reading that book would make me want to go out and slip my wrists, I think. <clears throat> Gwyneth Paltrow, you ugly as big bird looking bitch. Shut the F up. Well, maybe should send this tweeter, uh, one of her, uh, the JJ smelling candles from her goop corporation or whatever. Let's see. I've seen this guy, but I don't really know what he's been in. If Mike Piazza's hair caught on fire, someone put it out with a cast iron skillet, you'd have Danny McBride from that 70s show. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that, actually. They do look similar. I don't get it about Ed Sheeran, but uh, here's a tweet. Hey, look, Ed Sheeran is still ugly. He he combs his uh, uh, ginger hair about as good as Rupert Grint from Harry Potter. Just about the same. And... Uh, you might as well give it up, boys. We know you're going bald. <laughs> you're not uh, fooling anybody with the the five-foot-long hair from the back uh, combed forward and looking messed up. Dear God, give us Tupac back, and we'll give you Justin Bieber. <clears throat> Rowan Jossie, I don't know who this is. When I grow up, I hope I can be as ugly as many different hairstyles as Jason Schwartzman. Hmm. I don't get that one. What the F up is up with Amy Poehler's face? Bitch looks like she survived a nuclear blast. Boy, that's rather harsh. Oh, Tom Arnold. You are an inspiration to all fat dumps who love cocaine and love to... F fat, disgusting chicks. My hairy penis thanks you. Uh, he was not smiling about that. Bob Newhart. Oh, this is how old is Bob Newhart now? About 120. Well, he, in this picture, he doesn't look a day over 110. But, uh, still. Very funny man. Uh, two great shows, the Bob Newhart Show and uh, Newhart. One of the best uh, show finales ever uh, on Newhart, if you saw it. Okay, Little Wayne looks like a crab apple. Jeremy Lin, I suppose an actor, don't know who this is, is worth probably... A half a jar of mustard pickles. All right. And that person wasted a few moments of life tweeting that. Charlie Wilson. Don't know who this is. Reminds me of that old creepy uncle you weren't allowed to be alone with growing up. Uh-oh. Emma Stone looks like she smells like cat urine. How they could, how these people could come up with such strange um, things to compare celebrities to. John Goodman, that butter that they put on your popcorn at a movie theaters—it's actually made from John Goodman's 
Ball sweat. Oh. Oh. That's, that's terrible. <laughs> you know, I don't think I'll buy another thing of popcorn at a theater again. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Some mean tweets written about celebrities. I would like to thank everybody who has listened to this episode of Infotainment. And if you like it, Subscribe, download, and tell your friends. And you can check out my Facebook page, YouTube page, Instagram. And also, if you are so inclined, make a donation at randyms12 at gmail.com via PayPal. And as always, I would like to say I hope you have a, a happy day today. And a happy ending tonight. Evacuation order acknowledged. Initiating shutdown sequence.